This is Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Morning Jolt is a production of Spoke Street Media. Wake up! Hi, Sister Regina. Hi, Sister Ignatia. This is so nice. You're pretending to like cold weather, aren't you? Because you don't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm working on it. Every year, it's more beautiful. Ooh. But also, every year, I enjoy the return of the warm weather even more. So it's worth it. Okay. Yeah. It's like a fast, you know? Ooh. Yeah. You're like training your body to receive more goodness. Mm -hmm. Wow. Body, soul. That's Mm. actually, wow. An excellent segue into what we're talking about. Things sisters do? Yeah. How did you know? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Things sisters do dash retreat. Yes. We get to have a retreat every single year. Mm. It's the best. Mm. It's the most wonderful time of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, you thought it was Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually retreat. (laughs) You're wrong. (laughs) The best time of the year is Christmas. Ask any consecrated religious, she will tell you. (laughs) Retreat is the best. Before we get into retreat, why we go on retreat, what happens during our retreat, why everyone else should go on a retreat, uh, do you care to share what we're, uh, what beverage? Oh, this is another something that sisters do. Yeah. Something sisters do in Germany. Oh, true. Yes. Yes. Which we, is drink gassy water. I guess. I mean, <laughs> I think we could call it mineral water, sparkling natural mineral water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We mm-hmm. just had two of our sisters here from Germany and we stocked up. To tell the truth, I actually overpurchased so that we would have some extra. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> Thank you, Sister Magdalene and Sister Gertrudis for your leftover sparkling natural mineral water. I'll just open it up now. Oh, that was very anticlimactic. Oh, <laughs> we really wanted you to hear the oh, release anyway. of the initial burst of gas from the lid when she opened anyway. it. Anyway, well. Still refreshing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Especially room temperature. Exactly. I mean, what more could you want? We're still dr- we're drinking it like Europeans. That's in case you all wanted to know. All things at room temperature. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Sir Regina, share with me. Now, this was the first one. Well, this is the second year that we didn't go on retreat together. Yeah. So when a sister is in her first eight years of formation, there's a formation retreat which leads up to profession, Mm. ceremonies, and everything, which is very special. But it's also very special to then have our own, like, after final vows. And we just, like, have our silent five days with Jesus. Yeah. So uh, preparing for your retreat, did you have, like, a theme or some scripture that stood out to you or something you were really looking forward to? Yes. Actually... Someone said to me this summer uh, when they were praying with me, something like they had this image of a hot air balloon and it meant lightness and all these different things. So I prayed with that and the hot air balloon became a special place that I would like to go with Jesus. And I also have a dream and you all can pray and ask Jesus to make yes. my dream come true Yes, to go up in a hot air balloon. Yes. You know, so I saw one. 
it was after my retreat was over. No, it was the day before I started retreat. Ooh. It was the day before I wow. started. I saw a real live one floating in the air near Valparaiso. We were traveling to a parish and I was completely shocked, but it was early on a Sunday morning and there it was. It was like a great sign appeared in the sky. Was it rainbow colored it, balloon? Uh, yes, it was. It was like the classic hot air balloon that you'd oh. see in a calendar or something yeah. or on a magnet. And I thought, oh, here we go. We are like Jesus just sent this. He's going to take me up in the hot air balloon. I'm still waiting to actually go up in one like physically, but spiritually, spiritually, it's a thing. Wow. Were there like as retreat happened? So, so oftentimes our retreat will be, we'll have a priest come, he will stay at the mother house and then he celebrates mass for the sisters on retreat. We get to get up much later than we normally do. Mm. We all like that. Mm -hmm. And then the priest will then deliver conferences. So like two talks each day for five days. So this year, because of vocation work, which is a fun adventure, we had our own private retreat. We called it a private retreat. So did that hot air balloon image like develop into sets of scripture or talks that you like went to or it was just like mm. the place you place you went? Well, we were pretty much floating out of this world because it was the best five <laughs> days of my life. <laughs> and it was really hard to come down. Yeah, it was real hard. But you know what? It's okay. It's because he always has more. The reading this morning from Mass was on wisdom and all of these attributes of wisdom. Mm -hmm. If you want to look it up, it's chapter seven to eight. And one of wisdom's attributes is that she renews all things while herself perduring. And I prayed with that line because it just means to me that the Lord has so much to give us and he never, he never runs out, nor does his supply of grace diminish. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's just endless. So five days of one year <laughs> that was really awesome is just a sign mm. that there's an, an entire awesome eternity greater than we yeah. can ever imagine. And and thus far, retreat has gotten better every year of my religious life. So mm -hmm. what else can I hope for but even greater surprises next year? Yeah. So, of course, the important part of retreat is that it is allows us much more time for prayer uh, and to be able to pray like when we're awake <laughs> instead of early in the yeah. morning maybe or yeah so were there like special spots for you oh to yeah pray? oh yeah so besides our adoration chapel which is a place where we pray daily one of my favorite spots indoors is at the convent which is attached to our mother house it's called our lady of angels and it's where the elderly and infirm sisters live and they gave me a room there for retreat so Basically, I was like hidden away in this corner and the back hall and there wasn't really anyone else around at the time. So it was really just perfect retreat setting, silence, solitude, and there's a chapel at Our Lady of Angels and they have a loft on the second floor mm. and it's the choir loft. That's where the organ is and there's like a little corner up there with a bench and a little tiny lamp 
<laughs> so if no other lights are on, you can turn on this little tiny lamp and mm -hmm. then you're basically right in front of Jesus in the tabernacle, but up one floor. <laughs> and that's one of my favorite places to mm -hmm. hide out and pray. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm not sure if anyone's thinking this, but during retreat, we don't just pray. But we also get to do other life-giving things mm -hmm. during retreat, mm -hmm. such as? I love to be outdoors, especially in the summertime. It's your favorite time of it's, year. <laughs> it's my favorite time of the year. There's there's nothing like it. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's alive. <laughs> I like to just, yeah, I like to spend long periods of time outside and just mm -hmm. go on adventures, go out in the woods, go mm -hmm. out to the farm. But, oh, watch the sunset. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because in the summer, you know, sisters generally go to bed like before the sun sets in the summer because it sets at like 10 o'clock. And if you're getting up early, you have to be to bed, you know, a little earlier than that. But on retreat, you know, you can you can take a nap every day if you want to. Mm -hmm. So I stayed up and watched the sunset one evening for like an hour straight, just watching all of the changes mm. slowly in the sky and the different colors and then the stars start to come out and mm, it's so good now for people that are listening that maybe like hey sister that's really great for you that you can take five days off yeah and uh go on a treat well one there's a good reason for that yes why it's actually in canon law that we should take retreat every year that we have to take a retreat every year it's in canon law because we're sisters but it maybe yeah explain from your own perspective yeah why that is but then what maybe could be applicable or helpful for mm -hmm. somebody that might not have that mm -hmm. opportunity yes well we are women married to jesus amen and you know we got to keep that fire burning and so i mean Married couples, you know what it's like when you get you're all caught up in all this work you have to do and your family you have to take care of and your house you got to run. And sometimes you might not have the time together that you want to have to really just kind of savor each other's company and just kind of mm -hmm. like let's just gaze into each other's eyes and like heart to heart. We don't even have to say anything. Let's just relax together. Let's get away from everything, you know, and just kind of yeah, let that fire mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, get all stoked up again. So I mean, yeah, we just need time to let God love us a lot and yeah. to just not have all these responsibilities consuming our time and energy, which is all for Jesus, and that's beautiful. But to take a break and step back from that and remember our identity, that we belong to Jesus, our life is totally for him. We're not like just workers or something. We're, mm -hmm. we're God's children and we're Jesus's brides. And he loves us. He wants to love us. And we need to just let ourselves be loved by him. So while we also make that a priority on a daily basis, it does become necessary to do that for a greater period of time. But I would say, yeah, for all the people out there who really can't like fit a retreat or five days or something like that into their schedule on a regular basis annually, I think there's this temptation that, well, if I can't take so much time to pray, then like, what's the point of praying at all? Or I don't have mm. enough time to actually pray. But we can't just be on the extreme ends of the spectrum. Prayer is, I mean, if you have five minutes in the morning and 10 minutes at night, whatever you can start to make time for, just making sure that you spend that time with Jesus and letting him love you on a daily basis. 
And yeah, I think that's important for for every person, not just religious mm-hmm. and and possible to start out with smaller periods of time, work yourself up to, you know, all that you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's any, would you have any like maybe scripture suggestions or even like books for people to go to to like start mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. journey of like, yeah, we just need to be steeped in God's love. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's so many good books out there. Well, I can share with you about the book I used for retreat because it's pretty flexible. It's called, well, it's a spiritual... Awakening ex- Love. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Awakening yeah. Love. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius of Loyola mixed with the Song of Songs. Wow. And I was looking for this leading up to retreat, praying about whether this was the book or not. So I checked out a couple different books and then browsed through them till I decided this was definitely the one. Now it's like 32 chapters and the author recommends you actually do one chapter per week. It's not very long, but it's deep and you want to go deep into these scriptures and into these reflection questions and times of prayer. And there are about seven or eight questions at the end of each chapter that prompt prayer. So now 32 weeks, right, would be the his ideal according to the author. But I actually just kind of browsed through and I took maybe like two or three chapters a day, depending on how prayer went, because I had all day to pray. But like mm-hmm. you could take one chapter a week, actually, mm-hmm. or if you want to take one chapter a month. I mean, as long as you're going deep and not, the point isn't to rush through it and get through it. The point is to enter into it. Mm. So I recommend that book as a starter because he does guide you through the prayer. He gives you a kind of a story to get you into the theme of that particular chapter, some scriptures to pray with, and then the questions that take you deeper into conversation with the Lord based on that theme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good, yeah, because the the depth of prayer is necessary. Because yeah, we all, even if we're praying every day, we might not have that time and opportunity. Can I share with you one of my favorite uh, chapters of that book? Actually, oh, yeah. so yeah, I actually don't remember what the theme was, but that's okay because the scripture passage was it was on the nativity of our Lord, and you're supposed to read, uh, you know, the account where. Uh, Joseph and Mary, like they're on the way to Bethlehem and they have to stop and Mary has to give birth to Jesus in the stable. Well, the question says, picture yourself as a child helper of the Holy Family. Hmm. That's all I remember. And so I pictured like making our way along and Mary's on the donkey and I'm walking along with Joseph. And then, you know, it's time, it's time for Mary to give birth. So there's this stable and Joseph, I mean, Joseph is just beside himself, right? He obviously doesn't want to stop here with God and his mother, <laughs> but he has no choice. So um, Mary is, she's sitting sideways on the donkey and she wants to, you know, get down. Well, Joseph tells me to get like a stone and like bring it over and set it in front of Mary so that she can just slide down a little bit and, you know, land on the stone and then step down from that. So I remember thinking, well, that's so, it's kind of a strange request because he's strong enough to just lift her down if he wants to, but okay, you know, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm a helper. I'm here. I'm helping Jesus come into the world. Okay. So, (laughs) so I get the stone and I slide it over and it's in front of her feet and then, you know, I look up at Joseph and he says, oh, he gives me his cloak and he says, now here, cover it with this 
with my cloak. And I thought, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> then I, I'm kind of reflecting on that in the moment. It just is odd to get a stone and put a cloak over it. But actually, um, then it made sense to me because I thought, oh, well, it's like an altar and how appropriate for Joseph, the light of the patriarchs, to be building an altar to God who mm. is hidden in Our Lady's womb right now but coming into the world. So, yeah, he deserves an altar. Mm. So Mary slides down, and I'm just kind of relishing this moment. And I was sitting in chapel at the time, one of our side chapels that we don't use very often. And at that moment, a novice came in pushing a cart with a chalice and patent and <laughs> everything that you need to set up mass. <laughs> and I just laughed and laughed and laughed because the Lord knew all along. Here, it's just like in this prayer, right? We're getting ready for Jesus to come to the world. He's on this altar. And then here comes this novice preparing for Jesus to come into the world at mass. She's preparing the altar so Jesus can come into the world. And it was just such a special moment. Mm. But then it was so beautiful because, you know, then we we got the stable ready and we got, you know, our lady like settled in and it was time for her to give birth. And so Joseph said, okay, it's time for us to go outside for a little bit. <laughs> and so he took me and we sat down outside the stable with our backs up against the stable, you know, and we're just looking at the stars. And I remember just taking in Joseph's joy and wonder and awe. And, you know, he just couldn't believe he was he was here sort of like partly responsible, right, for bringing our Savior into the world. And he was telling me, it's the line from the first letter of St. John, no one has ever seen God, like, <laughs> right? But we're about to see the face of God. And so we were longing for this moment together. We were so excited. And we had another little deeper conversation where he just spoke to my heart about some things I needed to hear. It was so beautiful. And then when it was time to go back inside, <laughs> it was flooded with light and it just smelled so beautiful. Mary was holding Jesus, and we laughed and cried and sang, and mm -hmm. Joseph picked me up, and we just sang <laughs> and danced. Like, he danced with me in his arms because I was just a little child. And then uh, <laughs> he told me that he would teach Jesus how to dance because he would be my husband. And so then, you know, when I dance with Jesus, I would remember this moment with Joseph and I would say, oh yeah, Joseph taught you how to dance and here we are. So that was one of my favorites. Oh, and then we all like snuggled up together and went to sleep at the end. <laughs> I mean, what else do you do? <laughs> oh, wow. That's so good. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. And you were saying that most of what happened in retreat, you wouldn't be able to share. So That's right. That's thank, the one I... Thank you for yeah, sharing. You're welcome. That's one I have been able to share. So, and, um, Well, we will be praying for everyone listening that mm. hopefully you'll be able to find some time to like, yeah, go deeper with Jesus. Let him love you as only he can. And everyone out there who is listening, please remember to pray that Sister Regina gets to ride in a hot air balloon. Those specific words. Please, Jesus, can Sister Regina please soon ride in a hot air balloon? That'd be great. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. And yeah, we'll see what our next uh, Thing Sisters Do segment will be. It'll be a, uh, a surprise. But we'll talk to you then. I hope you like Religious Life as much as I do. 
If you have any questions, comments, or prayer requests, contact us at our website, ssfpa.org. He leads, I follow. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.